And good morning. Good morning. It's good to be back with you with this 40th episode of Life from the Loft. It has been an incredibly busy couple of weeks and a lot was done, a lot was accomplished um, <clears throat> from te- uh, preaching and teaching in the ministry, which I thank the Lord for every single opportunity to uh, projects in college, to work, to, to family. It has been a jam-packed uh, since our last episode. So I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity to be back. And I thank God for this incredible message and word that he's given me to share. And yeah, I just pray that everyone else is, who listens to this is doing well and that, that uh, God has, has been a force and an influence in your life. So without uh, any further ado, let's get to this word. I'm very excited about this because, you know, the word that we're going to look at today is something that over this last uh, probably about six months, I've had to really, it's been a struggle and I've had to apply it to my own life. And that's the word of grace. Grace is very important. You know, I often, when I'm counseling um, somebody, whether it's a family or an individual or a couple, I often will say, we need to have grace with ourselves, right? And we have to understand that God's grace is is a free gift and he's given it to us so that we don't have to take on all the pressures of this world or consistently feel like we're not meeting the mark or we're not good enough. I mean, even this, even doing this podcast uh, is a struggle from time to time for me because of everything that I have on my plate, because... Um, you know, this isn't something that I can just walk into a studio and get right into or, or have someone to do. And I pray at some point in time that this becomes something that becomes big enough where, where that's an actual thing. Um, and then I can really like hone in and this can be something that I'm able to put out um, much more consistently um, and much and at a higher level, right? I think like everything that we should do, we should strive to do it at a higher level. And right now, um, in this building foundational stage, and I know that sounds weird because I have this is my fortieth episode. I've almost been this has almost been a whole year uh, project complete doing this, and it's still on a foundational level for me. It's still building. So recognizing that and recognizing um, that I'm at the end of this master's degree and I'm in internship and I have, you know, I'm, I have work. And then again, the, the blessing of being able to do the work that I'm able to do by the grace of God in the ministry, uh, preaching and teaching the word, uh, being a youth pastor, organizing youth nights and, and um, our upcoming Passover uh, event with the kids. Um, and then uh, this, uh, actually before that, the Black History event that we're doing. Um, so, yeah, it can be a lot. And then uh, on top of all of that, I have what God has also blessed me with, and that is um, the privilege of being a husband and a father, uh, you know, being the head of a household. So, yeah, it can be a lot. And this is what emphasis, I think, really highlights the fact that we need to have grace with ourselves. It can be easy to feel like a failure. It can be easy to feel like you don't measure up, that you don't add up, that you could be doing more. We should be doing more, right? I know I can't be the only person who's had that feeling where it's like, ah, why can't I just do this and do that? And it's because you, if we really take a hard look, we're doing a lot. We're stretched to our capacity a lot of the time. 
And there's only so much that one human being can do. So this is why I find that, again, we have to trust and lean on God. That's not an excuse not to work, not an excuse not to not to hustle and grind and whatever other uh, adjective we want to put on the word work, right? That's not an excuse not to do that. Because, again, as we know, Nehemiah is a champion of this, right? Nehemiah says in his, in his book that at a point in time, you have to have a trowel, right? A work tool in one hand, a, a, a sword in your other hand, right? So you can be prepared for battle, right? And we know that for us is the word of God, right? So we know that we have our work in one hand, our faith in the other hand, and that we have to be uh, and have to get busy in that work, right? If we want to accomplish anything. And... It's not that we accomplish this as again, as the Lord said to Zerubbabel, right? It's not by might nor by power. It's by the spirit of God that we do this. So this is what brings me to uh, the psalmist in Psalms 119, right? So we're two chapter verse for you today. So Psalms 119, and we start at verse 89. And the word of God says, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You establish the earth and it abides. Man, so God's word is established in heaven. It abides, right? So what that means is that everything that God has given to us and told us through his word has been established eternally, right? So these laws are uh, eternal laws. That means they're not going anywhere. That means God um, isn't sending his word out without a purpose to be fulfilled on the highest possible level, right? So we can trust in that word and we can know that his word, his word is truth, his word is light, and his word is direction. And that is a universal law and principle. And every facet of our society, of, uh, of society in general, runs on uh, laws, right? At, at some level. And the word of God is no different. Although we know that when Christ, when Jesus Christ gave his life, that made us, that, gave, that began to make us, it made us free from the law of sin and guilt, as the, as the word tells us. And what it did was it opened the door for grace and mercy to come into our lives. So we know, we know that by the grace of God is how we ought to live. And we say that and we sing it. Um, we don't do such a good job of applying it. And I'm just asking you through the grace of God today to apply that grace to your life, to have some grace for yourself, to have an understanding that you can't do everything. Nothing is going to be 100% in every arena of our life. Every time that we move forward and we um, push harder in one arena, another arena is going to suffer from that. It's just the balance game that we play in life. If we're striving for promotion on our job and we're working some extra hours, then we're going to take away hours from our household or from um, our self-care time or, you know, from um, a hobby or, or something of that nature. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes for Christians, the, we take those hours from service to God, right? There should be nothing, nothing, nothing that takes away our time from God. Our time for God should be held um, at our highest priority, right? So nothing should take from that. And with that being the case, 
your time for God is at your highest priority, you bump up that time at work, then something else is going to uh, something else is going to fall back because you can only do so much. Much like if all right, things at work are going great, you're at a you're where you want to be. So now you want to bump up your uh, hobby time or your self care time, your leisure time, whatever you'd like to call that time. Then you're going to take a little bit of that energy that you were putting into that extra time at work. Or if you want to be intentional about your your family time and you want to spend a little extra time, have a throw an extra game night a week with the family or throw in some extra time with the wife, right? There's that balance there, right? Because that more time that you spend uh, cultivating your marriage is a little less time you have to cultivate the relationship with your kids. Not that you are ignoring one arena in place of another arena. It's just recognizing that we can only do so much in each arena and we have to be intentional about how we balance these arenas in our life, right? But this is what grace brings to us. It brings the idea that balance is okay. And we don't have to try to burn ourselves out by running 120 miles an hour in every single arena all the time. Yes, I want everyone to go 120, 150, 160, uh, in the goals that you have in your life and push and push and push and and as much as I want that for myself and for everyone else, I also want us to understand that there's a time and place for that. Again, Ecclesiastes tells us that there are seasons and there's a season to grow and a season um, to be nourished and a season to be active and a season to weep and a season to have joy. We have to manage these moments better so that we feel more fulfilled. And this is where it brings us to 2 Corinthians 12. And after this, I am all done. Um, the word of God tells us in 9, it says, And he said to me, my grace. Well, actually, let's go to verse 8. So verse 8 says, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8, Concerning the things I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, grace is sufficient. My grace, my grace. So God is saying this right to Paul. My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So, you go boasting in infirmities, in tough times, in adversity, knowing that the power of God rests on us. God's grace is sufficient for us. So let's live by his grace. Let's have grace for ourselves. Let's stop stressing ourselves out and pushing ourselves to the brink of uh, mental um, breaking or physically breaking down because we're trying to do everything for everyone. Let's have that grace, apply that balance unto our lives. And just thank you, Jesus, thank you for that sacrifice and giving us that grace and knowing that your word is eternal and that it's settled in heaven and that we can trust and rest on it. So by your word, Lord, we thank you for this day. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. We pray, Lord Jesus, to apply your word in every arena of our life and in your holy and righteous name, Lord, to take that grace, to have it for ourselves, to have it for those around us. And Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We do pray and ask it all this day. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, have a blessed day. Take care. Love someone. Love yourself. Uh, keep this country, this world in prayer. We pray um, again for the people in Ukraine. Um, 
that uh, that, that war does not break out, uh, that Russia does not invade, that um, there will be a peace, that, that, that the peace that God supplies and gives us would cover not only ourselves, our community, our workplaces, the schools, and the nations abroad. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Whew. Man, that, man, thank you, Lord. So, hey, have a blessed day. Love yourself. Love someone else. Spread some grace. Take care, and I'll see you back here for the next episode of Life from the Loft.